the Underdog Podcast from SB Nation and Underdog Dynasty. All right, welcome back to the Underdog Podcast where we talk G5 football and only G5 football for Underdog Dynasty. And this is another episode of Joe Talking. That is me, Joe Serpico. And on the other side of the mic is my man, Joe Broback. What's up, coach? Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm to blame for this late night podcast. Hey, that's all right. I mean, we we had other plans in mind for this night, but um, my technical difficulties are the reason for that. So it it's been a weird Monday uh, night for both of us. Let's just put it there. Yeah, that is true. But at the same that time, uh, I, I don't think a week ago we he planned to have this podcast either. So. The the point of this podcast is we are going to talk about the well I guess it's not so breaking news now because the weekend has passed but the news of UConn is going to leave the American Athletic Conference to go back to the Big East uh, it's obviously got a huge impact on not just the football landscape but basketball and every other sport as well but at Underdog Dynasty, we talk the football portion of this. So, Joe, I guess the the very first question is, how bad is the American going to miss the UConn? <laughs> well, I, that was supposed well, to be a joke. Obviously. For starters, <laughs> for for starters, they're going to miss having you know a team to put up good fantasy points on. So that maybe that, they I will guess miss that. Them. Is true. I mean, we did do that fantasy football league last year, and yeah, I was one of those that would literally try to pick on UConn as much as possible too. Well, I mean, when, you when you're allowing 50, to. 60 points a game every game, you got to go at it. Exactly. But so, can I think we both can understand that? Yes, it makes sense for UConn. I mean, their football team has not been faring well at all, literally since they've joined, not just since they've joined American, but, I mean, they had some up and down years when they were in the Big East, too, but not anything that they expected financially. I mean, they were really actually not happy with the new AAC media deal because of their ties with the SNY and things of that nature. But it's, I don't know, I, I think UConn, I understand kind of the reason why they're doing this because with in their eyes they think the Big East is better for them because of the basketball stuff but I don't know it's kind of interesting just because if it sounds like nobody wants them now football wise so I feel like they're screwing themselves a lot here Well you know what's funny too is they just unveiled their new uniforms for this year and their oh, new I missed that when today did you see that I it was either today or yesterday well did you see I, Randy yeah, Edsel's tweet was, where he was like I know nothing I see or whatever it was something like that I was just like oh my god <laughs> that was hilarious and, you know you have to wonder how much of that is actually truthful though because like he has to know come on now well right but yeah. at the same time like if you're him you know, I mean, you're kind of, um, I mean, you're, you're, you're holding your butt a little bit because you don't really know what's your future either. Like, is UConn even, a, well, I don't think they're going to get rid of football, but like, he doesn't know 
you know, in two years if he's going to be an FBS coach or an FCS coach. Right. I, yeah, because you, there's a lot of uncertainty. The whole I think the scheduling part, if you're UConn, should be the most most worrisome thing. You know what I mean? Like you, all right, you had or eight games on your schedule automatically lined up because of conference play. Now UConn is literally going to have to figure out how they're going to come up with their own schedule. And that's not going to be easy. Because they're trying to cut. The whole no, point of this I, was like to cut down the you're travel. you away from the money. You know? that the... Like, <laughs> there's not that many teams up there in the Northeast. Let's be real. Right. Yeah, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it, I don't, yeah, I don't know, I don't, it's just so weird, because that, uh, you're, you're also giving up the AAC money that you just, with the new deal, that, well, that's the, the other thing that kind of blows my mind, because like, I, I mean, I'm sure the Big East, had, and I think they are with um, Fox Sports, if I'm not correct, I'm not 100% sure about that. I think, yeah, I think that's I what think it is. I think you're right. But, yeah. like, I still think that's a little bit different as in, so if you are with uh, ESPN+, Plus, you, I, at least that is year-round. You know what I mean? Like, so you have at least you can double dip a little bit. Even with baseball, too, because they, you know, ESPN Plus has the baseball coverage, and UConn's baseball team actually uh, is actually kind of on the rise. It's done a lot better in the past couple of years, so it's kind of surprising to me that they would dip out on the American just because of that said media deal. Not that you no, but at least that you know, I feel like with play. that, you know, they were getting a chunk of that change. <laughs> well, they definitely cashed in on it by giving them and a that's new locker room and, and that's my feel they're getting though. And then after that, they might have to be like pay for those in a couple months. <sighs> oh, by the way, you got to, uh, or the, the boosters right. are going to be paying for those things soon. It's just, it's, and I also think yeah. that the timing of all of this is a little bit strange. I mean, I, I mean, I know it's what it's uh, June twenty fourth when we're doing this right now, but the football season literally starts in a. Well, a couple of weeks for some teams. We we talked about that last week. Like literally, a lot of teams are going to be practicing very soon, and then UConn could be out literally after this season. And that's going to yeah. I mean, I feel like that it changes a lot in the conference. Also, I feel like because. Now, does that force a lot of teams inside the AAC to schedule a another out of conference game all of a sudden? You know what I mean? Because you know they, uh, you know the AAC. I'm sure they, whatever calculations they had for the schedule over the next couple of years, I'm pretty sure that this messes with it a little bit. Well, yeah, and then there's also the you have you have an AAC East now. That's if you're ECU or Temple or Cincinnati, like it's just one of you is going to be. Well, I guess they won't be at the bottom, but 
like ECU now you don't have you don't have UConn as your excuse to well we're not we're second to last and UConn's at the bottom like UConn's gone so what who it's just it's very weird now that you have five teams in one division and six in the other and uh, yeah. just I don't know not that the West is any less crowded as is but. You know what? That's it's not, it's not like you're losing one of the best teams. You know, it's not like UCF is leaving or Houston or Memphis is leaving. You know, it's UConn is leaving. So now, like last year, that makes ECU the worst team, and USF is the second worst in that division. So it's a uh, it was already a crowded division as is, and now it's just it makes it even more difficult to win that. Yeah. No, I, I didn't even think about that until you just said it there, but yeah, it, it makes a USF team the second, the worst team last year on the East side. And then I don't know. I, I mean, I have always thought it was a little bit weird that Navy is on the West considering it's in Annapolis, which is totally on the East, but I don't know. Maybe they decide to make that change because I guess this is kind of the point now where we can, because uh, we don't want to run this one too long, but talk about some. I mean, where does the AAC really go from here? You know, a lot of, and we've seen a lot, a lot, a lot of takes uh, at Underdog Dynasty of which program should come in for the AAC. And, I mean, you and I haven't talked about it yet, but I think, knowing you, that we're probably both in agreement that, at least for right now, the the smartest thing, the smartest thing is to just remain where they're at, because there doesn't really seem to be a front-runner to join the conference if uh, Commissioner Oresco is just going to keep this P6 movement going. There's a lot of borderline teams, but I don't think there are really some teams that are like bona fide locks to come in. And even the one or two that you can argue would come in, I just don't see it happening. Right. There's just, I think there's just more reasons why these teams wouldn't get added than there are why they would get added. It's just so. And the other thing is, obviously, you and I just talk about the football side of things, and we can give our opinions on if adding this football team would be good, but it's obviously not just football. You know, you got to look at other sports and how this these teams do in those respective sports and take that into consideration, but we don't <laughs> – I don't have time to talk about that for that long, so that's – yeah. I don't know. I don't like staying at 11 teams for whatever reason, probably because it's divisions. But at the same time, I feel like people, there are some people that have a problem with the big 12 because they don't have divisions too. So I don't know. how. I mean, so the whole divisions thing, if it was up to me, I kind of, I'm at least not opposed to scrapping it because at the same time, I, I would rather just see the top two teams go at it. You always that's not always the case. You know, sometimes you get that that team on the east side that only lost two games, you know, and they finish in second place. And then you know, on the on the west, you know, a team lost four games and they happen to be in the conference championship game. And I'm I'm saying not not just in our conference, like you just see that you know in general, 
throughout college football. But it, it, that's like one of those things that I wish a lot of a lot of sides would just be like, hey, let's just take the top two teams and let them battle it out as opposed to having two different divisions. But Right. And of course, like last year, the this is like the exception is if that's the case, then you have UCF playing an eight and four Temple team instead of an eight and five or well, I guess that would all another eight and four Memphis team in the conference championship game because Cincinnati went 11 and two, but they went six and two in the conference, whereas Temple went seven and one. So you have UCF Temple, which I guess wouldn't be a terrible conference championship game. I don't remember how, uh, wasn't that game close to, they were in a shootout in the first half, a legit shootout in the first half. That's right. But I think, I think if you, the tough thing is when you're, when you're talking about the, best team because I think you and I would both make the argument that Cincinnati was the second best team in the conference Agreed. by far. But but they But that's but in terms of in record terms of yeah. Conference record. Right, but then in terms of conference record they were third. So Oh well, they're gonna God, be Temple weird this so year too, trust me. They're gonna be very <laughs> weird this year. I I, I still it's... don't know what to make of them. Yeah, I don't. But then, okay, so because I, I originally thought Cincinnati was going to be the if it's you go by the two best teams, I thought Cincinnati was second, but they weren't. But Cincinnati got killed by well, not killed, but they didn't compete well with UCF. Whereas Memphis had Memphis should have won both those games. Like they were, they were ahead, and they uh, yeah, we won't go down that path, but. They did better uh, against no UCF than Cincinnati did. So I mean, I, I'm I'm on the record of saying that I think I Memphis know. is the team that represents the G5 and the NY6. I'm already on record. You're yeah, because you broke that You're for welcome. me. I, just, I like their schedule. Dude, I've been on the Memphis schedule. train. We'll get to Memphis uh, in a couple of weeks, but their schedule. Oh, my God. I mean, if they pull off that upset against Ole Miss, yeah, everything is in their cool. favor. Everything they get, every hard team at home. You gotta be. Giannis is Ooh, the ESPN, named MVP. Let's go. That is good news for you, actually. You know what? It's like I. Yeah. It's like I planned uh, that I, for I this podcast. Yeah, I got planned that for, for you. Him. He deserves it. You know, one of these days you'll have everything figured out here. Your phone will be off. God, I forgot about that. I forgot to lock the door. I'm going to be over my shoulder, too. (laughs) Oh, man. Anyways. Memphis, so. Memphis. So, well, Memphis, I think. Championship this year. AAC Championship this year. I think they're in line for that. But let's. But we're we're going down a complete. The whole point well, of this here, is talking about you, cut. I know. Let me let me let me ask you one one question. If if you scrap divisions here, do you think that changes how that like say that we don't have divisions last year? Like is is Temple the second best team, or do you think because they were only competing with two other teams, like they were playing differently? Like does that affect how teams play because they know they don't have to just win their division they have to be 
team number I don't think one or number I mean, two. You go in every game to win, so I don't think it really changes that aspect. But I think, uh, no, right. I don't. Actually, I don't really don't understand what the argument would be because you. I mean, like I said, you try to go in there to win. So, I mean, Temple wasn't trying to lose, and I can't remember. Uh, I know one was Buffalo. I can't remember the rest of their schedule last year. Uh, Villanova. Oh yeah, Villanova was the other one Villanova. that was yeah, kind of a laugher. Um, I mean, yeah, those are those are bad losses, like we talked about last year. But then, so like, there's so many other teams that had bad losses too. Well, let me flip it over because we were gonna t- we were gonna originally talk about USF tonight, but uh, I mean, we could just how many bad losses did they have last year? Yeah, well, yeah, and they were all yeah, down six. the stretch. I mean, Memphis, Memphis had a couple bad losses too. But if you think about it, though. Yeah. Well, they lost the Navy in the downpour, and then they lost. I mean, to so I mean, it happens. So it, that's one of those things. That's the thing about college football, though. Like it happens. Like, uh, like I said earlier, I predict Mem- Memphis to go represent the uh, G five in the uh, NYS six this year. <laughs> but I could also see them doing what they did this year, and, and you know. They, Luke in a couple of games because I think both of us picked them to win ten games last year. Probably their schedule last year was you know I don't want to say it was a cupcake, but they had a lot of cupcakes on there, and then they lost some games in the conference that we didn't see coming. So yeah, I, I mean, yeah. wouldn't surprise me if Memphis does that again this year. We'll see. They got. I'm assuming they're probably going to see UCF in the championship, and they got. Right, so that. before we dive into potential replacements, um, there's one thing I did think about of this. So basically, not only did the American come out and say that they don't want UConn as a football only menu or football only member, but it sounds like. So does Conference USA, <laughs> so does the MAC. Like, doesn't sound like they're interested whatsoever. But. Why would you want but, the worst defense? Uh, in the I country? agree with that. But, doesn't do so. For you. My counter argument with that, just to have one, basically, is the American does have Navy as a football only member. So, you know, what's. You already have. You, What's, what's Navy in for other for sports? For most of them, they're not, to be honest. Uh, well, I don't think they're independent. they're independent. I think they have all... Like, Navy, I think it's all over the place with all kinds of... You know what else I realized today that I had no idea? Well, <laughs> they just did you know, money. like, uh, Florida, like, UF, is part of the American in lacrosse? Yeah, I know. It's just well, a great... But like, is so, they're, they're, I guess so different. Navy's yes, in the Patriot I knew that. League I did know basketball. that. So, the, so like, I knew that. Holy crap. Which is, like, you know, the second biggest sport if, in college athletics, to be honest. So, it's just one of those things that it, if they're all right with Navy doing it, why not UConn? At least just to keep it at 12 for now. Well, you know what I mean? 
because because Navy has actually had some competent years and actually had some great years of football, whereas UConn's best year was the year they made the NY6 okay. and they and got then destroyed. You will have, and I've seen a lot of UCF fans do this to the Bulls, but UConn has actually been to an NY6 game as opposed to USF has not. I mean, blah, 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 whatever. One game should not determine if you're if you're a better program or not. Fair argument, but at the same time, they, no, we're still here. I had to I think, I lost I had to you think there. for a second. I was, like, <laughs> I was like, oh, what are we doing? I left you speechless. For basketball, I think it makes sense, by the way. Because basketball, actually 11 for them makes sense for basketball just because like, it makes a true 10-team round robin, which may, that's perfect. Everybody plays, everybody twice on their schedule, boom, you know, you got that in there. So I think that's perfect for basketball. For football, I think it needs another, another school. But I, at the same time, I don't think it's happening. Yeah, well, now I guess we can go into who yes. who would you add and who wouldn't you add. Why isn't Alabama ever on any of these lists? All we heard about was Alabama is better than UCF, and now they get a chance to prove it, and they're not taking the bait. What's up with that? Well, we're going to scoop up Alabama, Clemson, uh, who else? Texas A&M, they're all Texas. They're all going to be part of the American soon. There we go. Well, I know we don't want Pitt because they can't even beat UCF. We don't want Georgia Tech because they mm-hmm. can't beat USF. We'd probably that, take Duke because they killed that, Temple. That's a, that's a shot We don't we don't want Virginia Tech because they can't beat Cincinnati. <laughs> we don't want don't Virginia Tech because they can't beat Cincinnati. Don't wait. Why why don't we, we they beat Georgia Tech? No, they'd beat. Who did they lose to? Why don't we want Minnesota? What are you hanging on my Gophers for? My gosh, I brought up facts. We want Louisville because Lamar Jackson's sure. gone and they're no fun to watch anymore. All right, so before we go through the man, because I've seen literally every single team, and then like I said before we started, uh, me and you are gonna laugh about some of these. But I guess I'll ask you: Is there one team that you would ultimately like in? And we're talking just strictly football, right? We're not like. No, well, no, no, no. I'm not going to. I'm not going to pretend to tell no, you that I know we're, all we're about the logistics. Podcast, so yeah, strictly football. I mean, there are. We. We'll go way too long if we go down all those other things. Uh, I'm, I'm stuck between two. I don't know why, but. You say or two because I just I've I've seen so many and I just like have a reason for not liking it. So you say you're too, and I'll probably just refute what you say. And I, I mean, I have reasons for, and I ha- and I have a I I have a lot more reasons against. I feel like, but it's it's that one. 
Okay, now that I'm looking at it, I feel like it's three, but... No, I mean, I, I mentioned Army on Twitter, but I really actually don't think I like it. So, it's the other one's Marshall. And I don't even like that one that much. Well, Marshall is thing, one of those that could... Tra- I- Sorry, but I'm gonna say that I don't. I'll love say them. this: but Marshall is one of those will, that will be able to contribute, and BYU also, they contribute in all of sports. So that's my reason for picking those. That's fair. maybe even Middle Tennessee. I just uh... maybe. I don't know. Be like BYU. I just that's. It's kind of like West Virginia in the Big 12. Like, I understand that... I don't know. The other thing is... is I get that you want... I don't know why West Virginia is important for the Big 12 to have. Because who's coming out of West Virginia? Besides, like, Randy Moss is, like, the only one I can think of. But... Like why? Why would you add a team that's so that's far That's the only away? thing. That's my argument against BYU. And like I, I mean, I understand it's a recruiting advantage because you go out, you go out to to Utah, and you get you you know Houston goes to Utah, and they say, oh, we got you can see what we're all our program's all about, and they can recruit kids there, but. Why don't you just go to Utah and recruit? Like, what do you need? I get it's just like it's a natural way of playing there, but I just don't understand adding just – it just seems so yeah. random. Like, the Big 12 adding West Virginia is so random. My, so my counter to that is that I, – and I totally understand what you're saying is – and this is why BYU, you know, for people that don't know, they were almost a, one of the original members, and – the one thing that they do offer that you and I, I think, will like late night games. But they, you know, that that's a window that the Americans technically are not in right now, and you know, it's something they could exploit. What do you mean you don't like late night games? I'm old, yeah, cause you're, okay? you're going to bed at 10 kidding. o'clock on a Saturday night. Get out of here. <laughs> yeah. But, like, if you get that, you know what I mean? No. So, like, if you get a BYU-SMU game at, I mean, it would be 10 p.m. for me, but 9 p.m. for you, I mean, you, I mean you're going to be awake on a Saturday night. You're going to watch it. So. Oh, yeah. I draw the line at the 1159 like Hawaii games. You have a few beers in you, especially on the East Coast, and see how that ends up. Jeez, but but that's another market for the, so. For I don't the, know. I just I don't think for the American. That's another market to tap into. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's why I think BYU right. makes some sense, and even I mean they're not as crazy successful in all the other sports, but I mean I mean BYU basketball is not terrible either. I mean, that would be a solid addition. I'm surprised BYU is still independent, to be completely honest, because they just their schedule is just so brutal to start the year. I feel like they start they start with four losses, and they're just 
they're battling they to, make to do a it bowl though. So why? You know, and that's scheduling as an independent. I mean, you have to you have to really play the hardest teams if you think about it. Otherwise, because if you're BYU, you know what I mean. Like, yeah, right. you could schedule a bunch of. I mean, no, you can't really because come the hard part is come November, December when everybody's a conference play. That's when you're really struggling to find teams. And I mean, to bring it back to UConn for a little bit, like, good luck scheduling games up there in Connecticut in late October and November. Right. Like, who the hell is going to want to play up there? I mean, playing in BYU is one. To, I mean, don't get right. me wrong. Uh, yeah, it's not crazy warm out that way either but it's not connecticut cold come i mean it's not minnesota cold compared to you either but still it's i just feel like you know when you're in a conference well, you're forced to play when it's when it's out of conference you could just be like uh why would i want to play up there that time of the year I almost feel like like a UConn at that point is going to be forced to schedule you know, a lot of teams we've we're not really talking about on this podcast FCS teams and things of that nature money grabs you know we've talked about Alabama playing against Mercers and teams like that at the back half of the season I mean they might as well line up UConn every year. Well, here's my besides, well. Maybe playing an easier schedule and then money. What? Why would BYU join the American? I know it's not going to happen because there's something with they already tried or they tried adding BYU and it didn't end well. Blah blah blah. And we're not going to go into that. But like, what are what are the other pros for them joining? Being being in it. For I don't BYU, know. I mean, is. can we argue that maybe being in a conference helps them out a little bit more? Because at least they have something to stack themselves up against to. Yeah. And, the, and maybe they don't have to have the, you know... I mean, the American, at least at this point, it's a gain for your strength of schedule with UConn being out. Like you said earlier, now your worst... Well, hell, your two worst teams would have been ECU... Which, okay, we can argue in the past five years that ECU has been one of the worst in college football. But then to say that your second worst is USF, I think that's actually you know, kind of a solid second worst team if you think about it in the grand scheme of things in the past couple of years. No, well, it would have actually been mm-hmm. Tulsa. But, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it, it, you know, if to put USF on the bottom part of that, I think helps your argument by knocking out UConn a little bit. And then you add a BYU team, I mean, the strength of schedule only gets better for the entire conference. But I, but someone's yeah, got to be bad though. And Tulsa. Well, that's one team though. You got to. On your you side, have one te- you have one team, and then we have. UCF, Temple, Cincinnati, USF, Houston, Memphis, Tulane, Isn't and SMU, we want for this conference, supposed though? to be good. Like, that's just... Right, but if you add BYU, you're adding another good team. Like, you don't just add another good team and everybody yeah, stays the same. Like, someone's going to get worse. The S... Probably going to be Temple. I was going to say SMU oh. or Tulane, but, <laughs> I mean, that's, my, my owls have been doing too well lately, so I'm not going to argue. 
But, okay. I will say this. In terms of... Actually, I don't even want to say that because Temple has been around way longer than UCF and USF. But historically, they've been terrible. But USF, Temple, Cincinnati... I mean, I think the whole east side is actually pretty solid. And then, obviously, if you add BYU, I think you slide Navy to the east and BYU to the west. I think that makes the most sense, obviously. No, BYU in the east would be hilarious. That would be hilarious for... That would literally just shake up the whole country. <laughs> All right, so we talked about let's let's talk some of these other teams. Let's not drag this out way too long. Uh, other teams that we've seen, one of them that I kind of flirted with too. I kind of liked that first, and then I thought about it a little bit more. But the first one being Army. I mean, there are a lot of reasons why a lot of people would like to see that. Army versus Navy game with some real implications would be awesome. But at the same time, like they would have to, they would have to find up some crazy way to one, keep them out of the same division, which I obviously would just plug army and Yukon spot, even though I, I'm still confused why Navy's in the West, but whatever. Um, Well, okay, quickly before I let you go on too far. So if you're bringing Army in, that means that you're playing a conference game. And you have to move that up early in the year. So is it – well, I was going to say, because Army-Navy is after the conference That's where I was going to go. So now you're you're, everything. The whole – like the the greatest part about Army-Navy is that it, it is the only game. That's like not that that's the only reason why it's great, but if it was like, say we're because some of these teams are playing week one, week two, like I, I, they probably wouldn't do that. But think week one, we got Army Navy. Okay, well, I wouldn't that's hate not that, as fun. I wouldn't hate it, but it's not week fifteen. It is far from week fifteen. Even if it's week seven, no, 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 no I don't no. like Army would, Navy being week seven. I mean, if. If, hypothetical, if Army was to join the conference and you had to do this, I would literally make it so that it was week one or whatever being the last week of the year. Like what you said, 15? See, I, I don't even think you could do that because, yeah, it would have so to be 13 be just 13 because would be the last. it's a conference game. Exactly. It's a conference game. Unless you schedule it as a non-conference Which conference Which we're starting game. to see some, you know, some school do that. Yeah, it really is stupid. Which is stupid. But the, uh, that, that, for that reason right there, is why I just see Army one. I, I, no, I, I mean, Army was, Army may want to be interested in joining the conference. I really don't think they are. But I don't think the American one's any interested either. I mean, the reality is Army was terrible up until, what, two, three years ago? Uh, what's what did I write down here? Right. Eighteen of nineteen years, they had a losing record prior to 2016. There it is. And when they were in a conference, oh, I wrote down their record. Where was it? Uh, Thirteen wins in seven years when Army was in a conference. Yep. I mean, Navy has fared Oops. much much better inside the American. 
And that was inside the Conference USA that, yeah, granted, you know, a lot of these teams in the American, they come from there. And the other half come from the said Big East where UConn is going back to. But I think the the maybe eight teams that we talked about earlier that are like the solidify themselves in the American, I don't think they really need Army in here to help them out. Yeah, it's... The more the more people talk about it, the more it's just it just makes sense to stay at eleven. Even though I don't, it just like seems that. like a weird. Yeah, I don't know yeah, why, know. but having an it's odd that, number. Same here. The odd number thing me. kind of bothers me too. Um, uh, makes the American the second smallest FBS conference behind the Big Twelve, which ironically only has ten teams. Of course, um, whatever. That's a whole another topic for another day. But so some of the other let's just go through some of these other teams that we've seen. I mentioned Marshall, and uh, like I said, for basketball purposes, maybe it makes sense. Even maybe a Middle Tennessee, but I'm not too crazy about that idea either. Um, one of the things we've seen on our side of Underdog Dynasty is a potential App State fit. Um, you know, a lot of these schools that I'm going to mention here geographically they're going to make sense, but their programs, not just of football, but altogether is why I don't see the American just rushing at them. I, I feel as though the American honestly can sit back, wait three, four years, see how a lot of these schools do, and then pick from there. Because they, they need one. It's not like they need uh, two, three. Yeah, exactly. Right, they're not desperate exactly. to fill a handful of slots. So just to go through some of these. So I mentioned F State. I've mentioned some people have mentioned UAB. I know it's on Facebook. We I guess we have a really big UAB following, but a lot of people said UAB. Um, they're interesting because they are one of those teams that basketball team is pretty solid. Now the football team we know is just coming back from the dead. Basically, they were gone for a couple of years. But I also think that's part of the reason why the American won't even consider them, at least not for right now. Um, I mean, just to go through some of these names, because some of them uh, I really don't agree with. Uh, Toledo, no way. Toledo, though, with like, I like okay, Toledo. This, this would only work for like a couple years in owning football. With where they had Logan Woodside, Deontay Johnson, John Bay Johnson, and Cody Thompson. That would be so fun to watch in the American. No, we're right talking, now, we no. have to talk about grand scheme of things. Like I could do, I could do this with UNT and right. you know, yep. North Texas. Like I would love to see Mesa Fine in that offense in the American right now. Well, they also don't need another. Texas also true. Team. That's but then, okay, we've seen FAU. Do we really need another Florida team? I don't think USF and uh, UCF. Well, yes, Dude, but Lane, Lane Kiffin. Kiffin. I think we all know Lane Kiffin ain't sticking around at <laughs> FAU forever. Uh, yeah, Troy is another wrong. team I've seen thrown in there. Troy! Troy, so yeah, they are Ugh. a traditional powerhouse down there in the, the Sun Belt, but I don't think they're ready for that next step up. FIU, another Florida team. I just don't, I don't see happening. Um, nope. 
Air Sorry, Force. Eric. Again, another team that's in Colorado. So everything I just we just kind of said about BYU. And, you know, you can make the same arguments that you had about BYU and then some of the same arguments you had with Army all mixed in one for Air Force. Well, and the game, the Army or Army Air Force and Navy Air Force game like, what, never yeah, gets like any the, attention uh, anyways. The forgot, yeah, they're the forgotten brother. Like we talked about basically. that. Um, right. I guess I, I kind of should have mentioned this team a little bit earlier, even though I, I've seen some people flirt it, but I don't see them leaving the conference they're in just because they just dominate it. Boise State. Yeah, I I, I don't see that whatsoever. No. They're in a good they spot. They have a conference they that they just, dominate. It, it works for yeah, them geographically. Just, well, and they, they've already got their schedule figured out. They schedule good teams, and they, they're they just, yeah, they have they their thing. Yeah, I don't and see them needing yeah, to do it. They don't need to do um, it. Yeah, I would Let's be all for Hawaii. it. Let's add Hawaii. trip out of it. Oh, yeah. No, that's that's what we need. We need a campaign for that because then we can do like Joe talking Maui. Hawaii. I'm all for that. There we I would, go. Well, I haven't I'd been, go but I would go for the first time, guaranteed. All right, some other ones that I haven't seen a whole lot of, but there's one that I can, and they're not really a good football team, but one I could maybe see based on the conference history. Um, Old Dominion is one team I've seen thrown at us no way even though they have an affiliation for i forgot i saw it earlier today i was looking at it they odu is in the conference for some random random sport softball row rowing maybe rowing that might have been it i think that was it actually so old rowing yeah i think that was actually so yeah i think that's it um i've heard somebody Florida, Georgia State. Yeah. Dan Walken or whatever, how yeah. you say his and name? I was he just was like, the one yeah, that okay. Uh, I don't understand why, but... Well, he was talking about how they're kind of up and coming and they're in Atlanta and whatnot and that kind of... He was talking more of that dynamic. He had he acknowledged that their football program is not ready. He was talking about well, so I guess this brings that, me to but... the the last school that I was going to bring up because the one thing the American has kind of made a little bit of priority is schools in big cities. And when I saw first off, when I saw this to this number today, it kind of blew my mind. But Charlotte is a top 10 city in the country population wise i i maybe i maybe i saw that wrong but like i was like what really and i do know this so charlotte is now uh, the home of what two or three of the top banks in the u.s so that's part of the reason why they have a population boom but when i uh, somebody told me those crazy numbers and i was like you gotta be kidding me as far as who do you think population, uh, New York City population, yeah, Los Angeles. And who's second? Oh, what do you think man. the difference Jesus. between those two is? Oh, that's a good question. 
Okay, I'll New York City is 8.5 million. What do you think LA Jeez, is? Jeez, 8.5? I thought it would have been more, to be honest. That's, well, that's oh, I'm going to say 6.8. It's from March of the last year. Whoa, it's that big of a drop-off? 3.9. Wow, I wouldn't expected that yeah, whatsoever. Isn't that crazy? Let's see. Chicago, Houston, Philadelphia, Phoenix, San Antonio, UTSA. Let's <laughs> oh my add them. god! San Diego, Dallas, San Jose. I don't see Charlotte is seventeenth on here, but that's all. This is also from March of last year, so they yeah, could have not, moved up. I, I saw that somewhere because I jotted it down. But yeah, Charlotte is apparently on the rise population wise, which makes sense. Did you mention yes, App State? Quick question before we... You totally okay, just I, missed I, it. I don't remember you saying it. I just... Well, I just, you know, I don't really like listening yeah, to Yeah, you didn't like to hear me talk about App State, apparently. Sure. Well, I'm glad you didn't say Southern Miss, because I was Well, on that note, what do you think about there? Southern Miss potentially joining the pot? I now, think... That would be the best enough. fan base to add. Uh, God, give me two months already? and I will be in Amsterdam, actually. Excuse me. To... God, podcast is going to be so great without well, you. Well, I can't record a podcast without you, apparently. So. <laughs> Try yeah, to seriously. Without you. I can't. Literally cannot. Damn technology. Uh, I need to buy a new computer after I come back from Italy. Not spending a couple hundred dollars before I leave. There you go. So, yeah. I guess to, to bring it back, we are both in agreement that we don't like the conference being at 11, but it's going to stay at 11. Yeah. it's Yeah, I agree it's with that. It it's just where it has to be, and they can pick a team in the next couple of years if they really want to. A team that I brought up, Wichita State, they are in the team basketball. They are in the conference for basketball. If they can revive a football team, just slide them right in. Why not? Just let them. Hey, just let them be UConn. At least they're in the American. They could. You know, I feel like starting in the American is better than starting in as an independent or some of these other conferences out there. Yeah, that is true. And the one thing we didn't mention, I guess we'll just end this on that note, is. Now everybody gets a bigger piece of the pie for that media deal that UConn wasn't so happy about and is the real reason why they're leaving. I mean, instead of splitting it 12 ways, they get to split it 11 ways. So that's more money. More money's for all. More money. And who doesn't like more money? More money, more problems. There you go. Maybe we should get hmm. UConn's share. How much is that a year? Yeah, me neither. More than you and I are making quadrupled times affinity. It's um, I know I know it start it starts with an M I L L and ends with an S. Definitely ends with an S. Yeah, I would take it without you. You slash that by ten, and I'll take it. I can't, I can't complain with that. I'll take that too. All right, so I guess on that note, we will thank 
UConn for getting the hell out of our conference. It's about the time. <laughs> Jeez. I mean, See we've been bashing them for what, two, three years now? So, good riddance. Good riddance. Now we got to find a new team. Thanks for coming out. Whatever, whatever you want to say there. You guys tried. But no, on a serious note, um, I don't know. It's, it's going to be a little bit weird not to have our punching bag. Yeah, we'll actually have to do more research. Especially, well, I mean, we only knew of one player last year, David Pendel, so if we only have to know of like one or two guys this year since they're gone next year. True. And if Randy Etzel, I, I still don't know how that guy has a job. But. We don't have we, to worry about him anymore. Well. We won't. Not after a little while. Actually, I would love to see the American kick him out in the middle of the year. They didn't even, like the UConn is just like, you know what? Screw this. We're not even going to field a team week six. God, yeah. could you only imagine what kind of crazy implications that would start. But. <laughs> There we go. And isn't it a little bit weird that UConn is UConn, UConn, of all people, is starting the whole conference realignment? That, that, that still blows my mind a little bit, too. Yeah. All right, but let's wrap this up. This has been another episode of Joe Talk, a special episode that we really, really didn't plan in this summer because we were only trying to do previews of our teams this year, but UConn made some headlines, headlines that we weren't really expecting. Um, Make sure you are following us on Facebook and Twitter. You can follow me at Joe Serp, Joe at Joe Broback. And until next time, thanks for listening to our Joe Talk.